<laughs> what did you do? <laughs> Sing. What is that? You were so. Would you not oh, me? Start, starting over. <laughs> so what would you do, do if, if I, I sang out a tune? tune? Oh, right. <laughs> Ready? Okay, okay. <clears throat> what would you do if I sang out a tune? Boom, boom, boom. Would you sing out a walk out on me? me? Lay me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I'm gonna try not to sing out a key. Oh, baby, I. For my friend. For my friends. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast. <laughs> I'm Tim Ronson. I'm Ricky Shucks. I'm Nikki Blades. Took it back with that one. I was we, like, I had to wait for- We've done that one before on here. On here? Mm-hmm. All really? of us? Yeah. Really? Yeah, early on, we was we did like a run of a uh, TV show. Oh, shit. Okay, okay, we'll try this on for size. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord, would you buy me a Mercedes Benz? My friends all drive Porsches. I must make amens. Worked hard all my lifetime. No help from my friends. So, Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes <laughs> I was like, nope, not that one. Damn, y'all don't know the whole thing? No. That was my shit. I don't even know what that's from. Oh, it's commercial. Isn't com- that Dolly Parton? No, it's no. a, I think it's, I think it's Janis Joplin, and it's a song that she sang that they used for a Mercedes-Benz commercial. Oh. Yeah. Well, there you go. I only know it from the commercial. Eh, well. Okay. Go, <laughs> go figure. Go figure. I've been doing, I was on a streak. What? <laughs> I was on a streak with knowing the words to the song. It's okay. It's all good. I appreciate y'all singing along with me to that to that Wonder Years. Uh <laughs> That was my shit too, man. Yeah. It's a love Wonder Years, bro. Fucking uh Wendy Wendy Cooper. Yeah. Ah. Oh, oh guys. Oh, speaking of of nostalgia. Okay, I can talk I can't specifically get into it. Okay. But so I shot a, a pilot with MTV recently, right? For uh, uh, I saw that on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. So I posted who I'm doing it with. I can't just, they don't want to specify the name or the set, shit like that. But, oh man, Kelly Kapowski's the host, <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen, and oh my God. The only thing I've been jealous of you about. <laughs> Bruh. Oh, I'm so mad. Let me tell you something, man. Look, you know, she's she's married. She got two kids. I'm married. I got a little bun in the oven. But you well, fuck all that. <laughs> <laughs> your, your boy was, uh, me and Rick got this thing we called uh, are we, uh, HGN. Are we telling the people about the HG? Should we not? Go ahead. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Because if you watch Wreck-It Ralph, um, they, uh, you know, when, 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 when Felix, the fixer, is all in love. He's like, oh, I got the honey glows. Aww. So, so me and Ricky, you'd be like, oh man, HG right now. <laughs> so let me tell you, I was on set, like I had to keep myself from staring. I'm like, oh my god, it's Kelly Kapowski, <laughs> motherfucking pow. <laughs> and then at one point, um, we were going back and forth, and I was like, yeah, no, I like that. I like that. You know what? I like you. And she was like, I like you. And I was like, no, no, li- literally, I was like. Oh my God, Kelly Kapowski like me! <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Kapowski said she like me! <laughs> uh, <sighs> your boy, your boy was uh was sweating in his seat a little bit. It was nice. You're smitten. Uh, Blades, who would you say was your first childhood crush? Oh, damn, Slater. Is he Slater? Yeah, and Aladdin. 
It's not a, it's not a, same vibe. <laughs> I, I thought Aladdin. I liked Aladdin. I was like, ooh. And Slater. Yeah, Slater was hot. Sl- I mean, yeah, there's, so, there's, there's no denying how yeah, hot Slater was. Yeah, still hot. Slater ma- had me as a like a an eight year old doing crunches in my living room. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really, I really had to think about what I was watching because I would remember Power Rangers, especially that had like a lot of men in it. I yeah. think there's always the the beautiful woman that everybody has a crush on, but not so much like the heartthrob guy. They're normally like douchebag athletes, how they're played in the shows. But Slater for sure. The Power Rangers, I liked. Um, was it the the Blue Ranger? You liked Billy? Billy? Yeah, Billy was cute. Oh, Billy was cute. Wait, like from the TV show or from the movie? Because in the movie he got ripped. <laughs> I liked him in the TV show. Oh shit! Yeah, in the TV show, and then um, Powerline. From the Goofy movie, I, got <laughs> motion. I was like, oh, it reached. I was like, oh my god, I love to this to this day. Tevin Campbell sing oh oh my oh. oh power line I was like you're a cartoon but I want all of you nah even his little oh. Matt Max is oh, oh Roxanne beautiful Roxanne Roxanne oh. I wanna be your man oh man yeah we only had cartoons pretty much there wasn't a lot of guys so I guess I guess I do remember watching Power Rangers and and all the and like in the little chapel after school mm-hmm. and all the girls geeking out when like Tommy and Jason yeah. would come on the screen yeah. no less geeking for Billy Billy was like the Kirk Chris Kirkpatrick of, of the group. Kirk Kacharni? Okay, so think about the shows that we watched growing up and then think about the male characters. Like, were any of them really the heartthrobs? Zach Morris. Wrong color. You, you didn't <laughs> say like, ethnic. Was a, he was a heartthrob. That's, you know what? He was, but I never paid attention to him. But you know what? I think girls were just easy because every show had a guy that the girls would go crazy about when he came on screen. That's true. But it was like, why? Right, like why? I didn't get Zach. I didn't get Zach. Even, even I understood it, but I was like, mm. even Jaleel White. Uh, you know when? Yeah, no, yeah. I, I definitely stood when he was Stefan. Yeah, Stefan. That was for sure. A the girls like Eddie Winslow too. <laughs> Eddie was hot. Eddie was hot. Darius Rucker. McCrary. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. A fucking, I thought it was a plane flying really low right now, but it was a helicopter flying really low. <laughs> well, 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 we'll get into Rick's fear of blimps later. Speaking of sitcoms and and, 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 and shows that are on TV, that's just a sitcom. Um, <laughs> today we got a very, very, very special guest in the building. I've, I've, I've linked with him on random occasions. Um, we've, we had our first real conversation a couple of weeks ago, and now we're going to have a longer one. Um, as uh, somebody who's uh, been holding it down as a comedian and someone in the Asian entertainment community, make some noise for Randall Park. Yeah. And I mean, a drama could be on TV. It doesn't have, they're not all oh, they Yeah, you're right. Okay. You're right. You're right. 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 Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it again. <laughs> yeah. And come in, yeah. Just have a seat, bro. Make yourself oh, comfortable. Okay. Good. Yeah. It's not even a reset. We're just, we're literally gonna watch you. Uh, it's, all this is it's in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now no, let's watch him fiddle with his mic. <laughs> do I? Do? Yeah. Oh yeah, please <laughs> bring close to the face. I don't know how this works. Headphone, oh, yeah, no. if you would like. Right there is good. If you yeah. want to hear yourself, if you want to hear yourself, it's a headphone. full experience with the headphones. With with? Yeah, with the headphones. All right. All right. It's uh, right hanging there. on. The- oh yeah. <laughs> no, it's okay. I I don't know how this podcast stuff works. Oh, do you not do a lot of these? Uh, I, I do a few, but uh, I'm just old and. Uh, 
There we go. Over the ears, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sherry came with some It's like, where do these go? <laughs> Talking to it. Well, shit, man. Thank you for for stopping by. Of course, man. Um, it's a thrill to be here. Hey, dude. It's a thrill to have you. Wilding out. Wild, we, it's <laughs> right? Full Wild circle. It. Full circle. Yeah, I always tell people, um, for no reason, out of the blue, I said, you know how I met Randall Park? No, no, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, whenever you come up for whatever reason i say that we you know we met at a random ass like lounge down to lock and key i feel like we've met numerous times really i think just over the year or it's just that i see i've seen you you know i've i've, I've seen you on online and on different things and Maybe. i feel like i know you just because i you know just from you watching stalk you, me i stalk you <laughs> just from looking through your bedroom window <laughs> i remember the, the lock and key conversation specifically is uh is is when i was like I don't know. Now I don't know who said this part first, but it was like, "Oh, the OG Asian from Wild and Out," and yeah, you were yeah, like, yeah. "Oh, the new Asian on Wild and Out," and we like dapped it up. I don't know what the order was, but it was like, "Oh shit! Wow, this is crazy." Hey man, we're a one of a, a handful, right? I mean, yeah, Jin. <laughs> yeah, Jin. Gene Hong. Do you remember Gene Hong? He was the first. Is he the? Um, I'm Asian, like it's some kind of disease, but I got triple your score on the SATs because I remember. I think so. I think so. So I I, da- I dated a girl who would always quote that line. To me, I was, <laughs> that's so funny. Was she Asian? No, she wasn't. That makes it terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> black, black and Mexican who, who, oh, did, who didn't oh, know she was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so him. Him. Jin. Jin. You. Yes. Me. Yes. There was a girl. There was a oh, Rosica. Oh, Rosica. Rosica counts. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Rosica. Um, uh, lovely Mimi, who's who's on the newer cast. Yeah. Um, Rice Gum. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, did a yeah. few episodes. Yeah. He didn't like it. <laughs> 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 and I think that's it. I think that might be it. Yeah. Well, hey man. Hey. Thank you. Uh, well, let's, let's talk. Perfect segue. Yeah. How did that come about for you? And um, you know, were you were you really doing a lot of stuff before that or while and out was like your first like big That was my first like semi regular thing on TV. So at the time I was broke mm. and um uh just auditioning and doing different things and I, I just got a call to audition for wild, this show, Wild and Out. It had been out for a couple seasons at that point, it was a big hit. Mm. And I was like, Oh, okay, and you know, had to go in like I feel like ten times or something like that, yeah. different levels, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then the last few, you know, the last few levels were with Nick and 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 you know a lot of the cast were there and uh, yeah. And then I I got the job and I was like, okay, this should be fun and uh, <laughs> and it was a lot of fun and it's been it was great. So is your specialty more the improv or the rapping part? Uh. Probably more the improv right, stuff, right. but uh, you know, we had to do the rapping stuff, and uh, I mean, that was fun for me too. But uh, I think the improv stuff was the, the stuff that I had the most fun with. Did they hit you because they hit me with you know, they hit me with all the Asian jokes? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, I was ready, you know, you <laughs> yeah. get you're, you're ready for them. Well, you've been hearing them your whole life, <laughs> you're hearing the same jokes your whole life, same jokes, <laughs> you, same jokes. I, I always tell people that, right? I'm like, yo, my you know, my kind of my upbringing and, and the people I grew up around. And the 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 jokes that I got helped me be ready for while now because you've been hearing it's the it's the same you know it's like this is the same five Asian jokes you gotta yes, say yes, right yes exactly and then I saw you know I, like <laughs> I saw so a part of me was like man 
if if it, let's say like uh, there was a little Asian kid that was like getting made like it was getting like made fun of for, like Asian jokes today, I'd be like, hey man, you, you that'll help you be on TV one day. Don't be sad, because <laughs> like I feel like society's gonna be like, oh, this is fucked up. Don't don't do that to him. But I'm like, no no no, just teach him how to just teach him how to roast back. Yeah, yeah. and he'll Character. be on TV. Yeah. Exactly. And if that kid was watching, you know, and then they see Tim. With the with the clever witty comeback, right? And usually the comeback is the thing, right? That's oh. the thing. They, they're setting you up with the, totally. with the, you know, and then you come back, and then and then that's like, oh, you know, that's a, it gives you a sense of pride and makes you feel feel a little better. Yeah, because yeah. they'll they'll root for you when you're getting attacked. You know, yeah. that's what's dope. When they hit you with the Asian joke, and I'm like, and then everyone's like, all right, all right, what's he gonna say <laughs> yeah, back? Yeah. What was fucked up is when people started realizing that. Or that when the castmates started realizing I had all the comebacks, yeah. and then they stopped coming after me. Right. So then I right. would like, because I hate coming after people, right, or yeah. going after people. Yeah. So then I would have to be like, all right, let me, let me, let me, get, let me get. All right, all right, yeah, yeah, you're, you're fat. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Right. You, you should have just started walking around saying, "Ah, oh, man, I'm so out of comebacks now," <laughs> and then they would have soaked it in. True. <laughs> true exactly. True. You got to play the game. Yeah. People always ask me if you know if I was like if I ever got like a did you ever get offended because they ask me that all the time Dur- during the show. Yeah, for by the yeah. Asian jokes. No. No, I mean it was it was a part of the you know the show, yeah. and it was a uh, uh, it was all in good fun and 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 good natured and and uh, uh, yeah, it was it, it was fun and and they and and you you know they had to take it just like they had to dish it, so it right. was like uh, I don't know, I thought I I thought it was fun, fun time. Yeah, you know everyone kind of plays their part. It's like I knew I would get the Asian jokes. Doughboy knew he's gonna get the fat jokes. Um, <laughs> the you know Justina knows she's gonna get all the you ain't got no ass jokes. And <laughs> right, the, right. You know your boy has been going on runs around the block, and when I go on my runs, I listen to Bob's Burgers episodes in my ear, and that's why I need some headphones that are really gonna stick to my greasy, sweaty ear lobes. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I f with the Raycons, okay? Raycons, they fit so snug in your ear. Not only that, you get six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, a more compact design, and a noise-isolating fit, okay? Not only are Raycon earbuds stylish and discreet, there's no dangling wires or stupid little stems, okay? The company was co-founded by Ray J. I hit it, 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 I hit it first. And celebrities like um, Snoop Dogg, Brandy, Mike Tyson are all obsessed with their products, all right? Give them a try. Raycon has a 45-day free return policy, okay? Y'all should give them a try because Raycon has a 45-day free return policy so you can make sure they're the pair of wireless buds for you. And for a limited time, I got y'all with a discount. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash nochaser. That's buyraycon.com slash nochaser for a special 15% discount on Raycon wireless earbuds, all right? Make sure to check it out now while the deal's running. Buyraycon.com slash nochaser. You know what's really important is making sure you got comfy, sexy draws on especially during these winter times it's about to be cuddle season you want to look good for whoever you might be snuggling with okay and that's why you need some boxer briefs from mac weldon okay mac weldon's draws have versatility okay you're not just going to look great mac weldon um their underwear socks and shirts they perform well too okay from working out going out going on a date or snuggling mac weldon is where it's at okay they got 
fabric technology in a wide range of customized fabrics that can keep up with you no matter what your day looks like, okay? And you got a Mack Weldon guarantee. They want you to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair of underwear, you can keep it and they'll still refund you, no questions asked, all right? Me personally, I really like the way they fit. You know what I'm saying? It's not too tight. They make your junk look good and that's important. That is important. A lot of dudes forget how important that is. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com slash NoChaser and enter promo code NoChaser, all right? And one more time, that's MacWeldon.com slash NoChaser, promo code NoChaser for 20% off, okay? MacWeldon, reinventing men's basics. So, uh, mayonnaise. Yeah. Mayonnaise. You know, you know, and here's the thing. Real quick, real quick tangent about white people and mayonnaise. <laughs> I love mayonnaise. I like mayonnaise oh, too. Oh, I do. I don't mind mayonnaise. Okay, but I don't love it. <laughs> okay, I just I never understood the mayonnaise slander. Um, it's it's similar to fried chicken. Everybody everybody eats fried chicken, but it sticks with black people. Okay, everybody eats mayonnaise on their sandwiches. That's fair. <laughs> but yeah, that's why fair. maybe it's the color. White people. Yeah. White. Mayonnaise has taste because they try to. If they talk about white people not seasoning their food and not flavoring anything, but mayonnaise has a taste. This yeah. is true. I love it. I love mayonnaise. And if you love potato salad, oh, so good. Yeah. Macaroni salad. Yeah. yeah. You gotta love mayonnaise. Yeah. yeah. Aioli. Oh, aioli. Aioli. <laughs> a nice aioli. Well, a lot of people don't know mayonnaise is the base for a lot of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So they yeah. like it, but they don't know they like it. Right. Mm. You know what's gross? It's how they make mayonnaise. I'm, have you made your own mayonnaise yet? I don't know. It's literally just grease and eggs. Yeah, that's it. Egg yolk. <laughs> it's egg yolk. And so for like every egg, really? it's like a cup of oil. Yeah, that's all it is. It's okay. egg yolk. Emulsif- you got to mix yeah. it up. I made yeah. my own mayonnaise once. Emulsify that shit. Yeah, you got to. I learned that from Ja Rule. <laughs> the thing you Wait, heard from what? Ja Rule. Okay. I don't oh. know what the show was. I don't remember the context. Mm. Ja Rule was in a kitchen somewhere on MTV <laughs> and someone was making mayonnaise and he was like, that's all, it's just eggs and some grease? That's how to make mayonnaise? And it stuck out in my mind for the rest of my life. I'm like, eggs and grease, oh, mayonnaise. Wow. Ja Rule. I guess so. The things you learned from Ja Rule. Me about uh, hypertension oh. and why you shouldn't season your food so much <laughs> at a random Super Bowl party. Really? Really? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> um, okay. That was the most thing, the most he said that entire day. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of rappers, um, Randall Park. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, when you were on Wild and Out, not to yeah. keep talking about Wild and Out, but um, who would you say was like the craziest guest you had on? Where you're like, oh shit, this is this is wild that I'm on set with this dude right now. Craziest guest? I mean, there were there were. So I mean, I, I was I'm a big rap fan, especially yeah. that era that old, you know. Uh, golden era is that what they call it that's what know. they call it um so I, I i was geeking out every show mm. you know especially when the the kind of older you know right rappers would come on i mean we had we had the clips were on there uh, with pharrell and oh, i was just like oh my god this is crazy you know um common came on to live quality all these i mean these great rappers so i i mean a ton a where, ton. where are you from I'm from LA. Oh, you're from LA. Born and raised. Born yeah. and raised. Yes, sir. Oh, you're from here. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, okay, sir. okay, okay. <laughs> and was um was acting always uh your like your goal or no man I didn't know what I was what I was gonna do I went to UCLA uh didn't know 
what I was going to do, got into writing. Mm. Uh, a, a, a teacher told me, hey, you should think about like writing. Your writing's pretty good. And I was like, oh, you know, validation of any kind. <laughs> I'm going to follow that. Right. So uh, I got into that, which uh, got me into writing plays. And that kind of got me into doing stage stuff. Cool. Yeah. And then I just kind of fell in love with it. Uh, and then kind of after college, put it aside. I was doing it, but just like for fun. And then at a certain point later in life, in my you know, mid to later 20s, I was like, I should, might as well just go for it, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Did you, here's something I've always wondered. Yeah. Did you ever get death threats from North Korea? <laughs> <laughs> when you played Kim Jong Un, yeah, everybody, you know, I, everyone thinks I got death threats, but I didn't. But weird things did happen, did? you know. Yeah, like uh, we had, you know, we lived in uh, this tiny little house, and one day we were coming home, and um, uh, well, how did how did how did that happen? Yeah, yeah. So so we we basically got security uh-huh. because the the studio was like look th- this is all kind of crazy so we're going to give you like 24 hour security Whoa. Uh, and i was like we were like okay we didn't think we needed it but we were like okay and then we come home one day and uh the security guard was out front and was like hey so somebody like tried to get into your house what <laughs> yeah like we think it was like a reporter and not they weren't trying to break in the windows or anything but they came up to the front door and were like you know knocking and then they were like you know huh. and i was like security's like he smelled of kimchi <laughs> <laughs> i was like that that was me no uh, <laughs> but uh uh so that you know that was weird and then you know we, we'd hop in our car to go somewhere and then f- look back and find cars following us really? from our house oh. And it was like reporters. It was like, oh, you know. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because it was in the news every day. So, you know, it was, it was stuff like that. But no no, no death threats or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> was that um, disappointing for you? Like being that like this is, you know, like a huge movie and then it, it didn't go to theaters? Yeah, at the time. At, I, I remember at the time because before it came out, I had heard from you know people involved with the film and the studio people were saying like oh man you're you know you everyone is like hyped off of your performance mm-hmm. in it and like it's i feel like no you you were the best part of that movie for oh sure. thanks man thank you but they were saying like you know y- y- your character's testing so high and it's gonna it's gonna be a, a real great for you and not so in my head i was like oh this is gonna be amazing you know mm. and uh and it was amazing but in a very different way <laughs> right, 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 right. Damn. yeah yeah well you know fresh off the boat is like rick's favorite show oh yeah Seriously. Thanks, man. And, and that reminds me because you're talking about people following you and stalkers and creeps and things like that, right? <laughs> so I didn't follow you. I didn't creep you. Right? Oh, oh, but go. there was one time. So I had really bad eyesight. I recently got laser surgery. Okay. Right? I came out of a Mendocino farm. It's not going to say where we were at. <laughs> and I don't have contacts, don't have my glasses on. But then there's this guy coming out of a Trader Joe's. And I'm like, is that Randall Park? So I start doing this. <laughs> squinting and my squint looks it looks away when i'm really trying to do it right getting closer and i realized like oh shit it is him oh shit he's looking at me in a weird way because i'm looking at you like this oh really? <laughs> so you're like <laughs> and i was like oh 
Did I just scare Randall Bullard? <laughs> oh, I was like, man. What? I don't remember I'll, I'll meet that. him one day. I'll tell him. I'll meet oh. him. He's, he's like, babe, I think the North Koreans are sending <laughs> yeah. scary black dudes after me. <laughs> They're like, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, man. I, 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 gosh, I wish I, I, wish I remembered that. Yeah, I would have recognized you, though, because, I mean... Well, if was this like how long ago this, was this it? This is about two or three years ago. Oh, two or three years. Yeah, yeah I would. I think I would have recognized you. I seen you. You, you don't stuff. get that type of look from people that often, <laughs> just trying to stare at you. With Generally, their... <laughs> not. No, okay. You would remember. Right? Or maybe he gets it all the time. That's why. Yeah, he's like, like <laughs> yeah. just another angry person staring at me today, babe. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Uh, another that. Kim Jong fan. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> just be like, uh, he, he's looking at you. <laughs> Do you know him? I mean, especially like coming out of a Trader Joe's and a Mendocino farm. All right, well, we got some questions for you, sir. All right, all right. From the Patreon here. Uh, Joshua, and I haven't uh, screened these, so I hope they're not stupid. Uh, <laughs> Why are you such a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, sorry, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> all right, so uh, Jamal Johnson wants to know. The question is for Randall Park. At this point in his career, what is something that has made you step out of your comfort zone as an actor? Out of my comfort zone as an actor? That's a good question. Hmm. Um, gosh, I feel like every like new job is a little bit like of a like I thought you whoa. said new yeah. job <laughs> every, every, like every every time I'm naked it's a new experience every, yes that's out of my comfort zone um gosh that, that 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 is a really good question but I do feel like uh to a degree like there are those nerves with like every every new venture you know and I feel I I look at every acting job as like a new kind of new thing but um the, i mean the last time when i was really nervous was probably uh the interview you know that that was the last time where i was like oh god like where i was playing somebody real yeah. you know or based on somebody real and i was uh also playing someone obviously very controversial right and uh, and wanting to kind of walk that line of being uh you know uh funny mm -hmm. but also not like humanizing him to the point where everyone's like oh he's great you know right. <laughs> you know what i mean there were a lot of challenges there yeah. and uh uh so walking that line and also uh just doing you know it was the first kind of lead role for me on in a big time movie so i was like feeling a lot of that pressure and yeah. uh that was probably like the 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 last real like oh man this is this is uh really out of my comfort zone but i'll just just hone in but you know i'd say i'd say like you know every job every job is is a little bit out of there but just like take that risk mm -hmm. just have fun with it yeah you, you know? killed that one man uh you know franco was a little you know i didn't like, I, I didn't like frank franco's acting in that but you, <laughs> you killed his, his character was interesting it was a little, it was a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you know I, and i love james franco right yeah, yeah, i, I yeah, love that yeah, whole yeah. crew but watching the interview certain franco parts i'm like 
is he trying to look like <laughs> he's trying to act right now? <laughs> what yeah, that, yeah. Why don't you mad dog Franco at the Mendocino <laughs> Farms, man? That'd be I, an interesting I character. will. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> you the reason to move ain't getting a <laughs> Yeah, Kim Jong Watson, he's like, oh, Franco, this, <laughs> they can't put this out. <laughs> oh, shit. All right, let's see. Got a couple more questions. Um, Joshua Mandap asks, as someone who is seen as a trailblazer, especially for the Asians in the industry, what kind of legacy do you want to leave or what do you want to be known for? Hmm. <clears throat> if at all. Yeah. I, you know, I don't think too much about that. Uh, I do try to try to move forward with like purpose and intention but uh, I mean, really, I think something that I, I, I have been thinking about lately uh, is providing more opportunities for others, for younger, newer folks coming out and uh, using whatever I've accumulated thus far to 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 create things mm -hmm. for for other people, you know, who are who are on the cusp or or on the come up. And uh, um, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was so paying attention. Yeah. I was like, wait, what the hell's wrong with these? How rude. Your throat. What is wrong? Drink your big gallon of water over there. Exactly. So so like a show for Nikki. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't make me say it. Y'all already know. I'm like, yes, part of me is in this conversation too. And Ricky. No. And, and, and obviously, you know, right, right, right. like people that, I, that I'm a fan of, like, like, like the three, you know, like find, fig, fi figuring out ways to uh, create opportunities just you know, we, I started this production company recently with two dear friends uh, uh, of mine and, and, you know, we're, we're, we're like making shows and stuff. So, so really like my, my like main goal right now is to create more shows totally. and to create more opportunities to let voices be heard. Hey, 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 real quick, you know, it's getting to be cuddle season and cuddle season leads to fucking season that's right and if you like sex you'll love bluetooth.com okay bluetooth.com offers men a performance enhancement for the bedroom now wouldn't you like to last longer and go extra rounds you know i would you know your boy's getting older not old but older and sometimes you know after you bust you just want to take a nap but sometimes your lady's not satisfied so that's why you need to pop a bluetooth because at bluetooth.com they got affiliated physicians that work with you to find the dosage and active ingredient that is best for you, okay? It only takes a few minutes to connect with a Bluetooth.com affiliated physician, and if you qualify, you get prescribed online quickly. The chewables from Bluetooth.com are prescribed online by a doctor and made in the USA. Bluetooth gives you confidence in bed every time. You and your partner will love it, so chew it and do it. You know, uh, I got a baby coming out soon, and you know that baby came from sexual intercourse and you know what when i had sexual intercourse sometimes i needed a little something to get me going for some extra rounds all right and i got a special deal for y'all visit bluechew.com and get your first order free when you use promo code tim all right just pay five dollars shipping that's b-l-u-e-chew.com promo code tim there's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment expecting to be the center of attention and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you alone, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. 
ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim. All the Asian blog sites were posting that you, you got a new like heist movie. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's like in development, and uh, that that's uh, something that Daniel Day Kim and I are working on. Sexy and ass Daniel Day Kim. I know, man. Too too sexy. Too sexy. Too sexy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's dope, man. That's dope. You know, I feel like you know, yeah, like it's dope that you're doing that, right? But I also feel like you know, for you, I feel like you you kind of you know you're like, hey, man, I just want to I want to make cool shit, and then yeah. and then there's the angle of people are like but what are you gonna do for your people you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. but sometimes like in this case it just comes down to hey man like i'm gonna make cool shit that i can put my people in like it's, yeah. it doesn't have to be that deep you yeah. know yeah i mean and i think like the i think storytelling is just a powerful thing you know like literally if you if you tell a story from a voice that uh, that comes from a perspective that hasn't been represented you know it it, it humanizes those people you mm-hmm. know so like to me it's like yeah it's fun and it's uh, uh, it's something that I just love doing, and uh, but but I think it has like big uh, uh, consequences, positive impact overall. Sure. You know, yeah, yeah, for, for sure. sure, for sure, yeah. I mean, especially you know, as as a as a as a young Asian dude growing up, um, and like just consuming TV and not thinking too deeply about it, yeah. seeing like Dante Bosco on like The Fresh Prince or Hanging with Mr. Cooper was like. Hey, yeah. You know, I, I could I, I could do this if he can do this. Yeah. You know, and that's like really all it boils down to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you think about it, it's like coming from an Asian American perspective, it, it's like when was the last time you've seen a, a or any time you've seen a Thai family on mm-hmm. TV? You know, it's like never. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so. the last names are too hard to pronounce. <laughs> but, and it's nice too that it's being written from somebody and people that have actually lived it versus the perspective that they well, think that, it might be. That's the thing now. That's yeah. the thing that's happened now because of, you know, the movement and the the voices and people kind of, uh, you know, making sure that things are done as authentic as possible. So I think in the industry is like responding to that. So mm-hmm. it's important to have, uh, you know, people like you uh, out there telling your stories because then it's like, oh, well, we want to tell a story from a perspective of, a, say, for a Thai family, and it's like, oh, well, Tim, Tim knows that perspective. He has a right. following, so let's, you know, let's make that happen, type of thing. <laughs> it's it's funny because the, the the shit I have been casted in, um, it's always like, you know, I think they're afraid of of pissing off these specific Asian groups. Yeah. So they got like, all right, so. <laughs> your character's half time Korean. That's why your name is this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just gonna be really mixed so we don't offend anybody. Yeah, they don't like, he's not really Chinese. Yeah. He's right, right, yeah, right. People get pissed. Yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, to me, it's like, yeah, it, 
you know, you want, you want to me, any like Asian Americans on screen is a good thing. I agree. Uh, and I think if it's not like perfect, that's okay for now. You know, because you need you need that to get to that authentic voice eventually. Yeah, man. Look, Margaret Cho used to have this sitcom called All American yeah. Girl, right? It was like the first Asian sitcom ever, right? And I remember watching and even as a little kid and being like, first of all, this is amazing. Never yeah. seen this before, my people. Yeah. But I was so young and I still thought it was funny. And and but then I also heard that a part of the reason why it didn't get picked up was like a lot of people were very like kind of nitpicky about things they were mad at. For like, sure. like, oh, the the dishes in the background are Chinese <laughs> and she's Korean. This is inaccurate. It, it, it slows. It feels like it slows down the progress sometimes. Like everybody wants perfection, but you can't expect that from entertainment all the time. Yeah, but it's it's like you also got to understand where it's coming from. It's like when you're deprived of seeing yourself represented, it's kind of like you're so hungry right. yeah. to, to, to identify with something, you know. to connect yeah. with me so bad. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, it goes both ways. And I think uh, I I, I get both sides of it. But but for me, it's like ultimately like just you just got to tell more stories. Totally. You just got to tell more stories. And then the more you tell, uh, you know, you need a show like Fresh Off the Boat to tell a story that's maybe less commercial, but more specific and and maybe even darker. Maybe the characters are a little more complicated. You know, you need but you need that. You need that. And to get Fresh Off the Boat, you need. All American girl, you know, for like, sure. Yeah. Do you do you think part of the issue is wanting outside communities to see specific things? Because like I, I look at a lot of different communities. I've been able, I've been in their houses, and there's very little differences from what I grew up with. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like people will say certain things are Americanized, but I'm like, okay, but that's how my friend lives. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. I feel like sometimes it's like, okay, we live like this, but we need to make sure they see this, this, and this. Right. How come you didn't show this, this, and that when they don't do it themselves? Like, Right, yeah. right. I mean, to me, that's why it's important to just have, like, specific voices. Word. Like, telling their story. Because you can't, like, deny their truth, you know, yeah. like... Like maybe that, maybe he didn't grow up taking off his shoes in the house. So that's going to be re- reflected in the show. Yeah. Blasphemy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you never, but, that is blasphemy. Yeah. But I may be a better <laughs> example. But, you know? <laughs> but that's exactly why I loved Fresh Off the Boat so much. Because yeah. regardless of who's in it, that was my childhood. Right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. The, the music, the, the clothes, Shaq being right. so important. Like right. All of that was my childhood. And then you see the, the small differences. The, the little difference. Yeah. That's right. right. And usually the differences are like little little details. Right. You know? Yeah. But yeah. the underlying thing, I feel like in all sitcoms and all families, is a sassy old grandma. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you got to have that. Every family. I just want to be an old lady one day. I, look full, I don't know what's going to happen after this, but being like, I want to be like 75. I'm still able to get it and I'm probably gonna make my grandchildren's friends feel uncomfortable but like dude this is what I used to look like just wow you like sassy, I, I, sassy creepy can't tell me nothing gonna get my I've already envisioned being old and I'm like cause I love it I, I, I'm ready for it I oh you like that. the gilfs I feel like I feel like that's yes. the that's what you you've earned you know at that point in your life you could just not care. Right. You know? Totally. No, nah, I can't wait to get to that level of it's old. It's going to be so much fun. I just, it's going to be great. <laughs> I have a little, uh, I live next to a little uh, 87 year old granny and she'll, she calls me to, uh, to like, she'll call me literally be like, Tim, uh, 
the the microwave on my the, the clock on my microwave won't stop blinking. Can you come over and see what the problem is? <laughs> well, I'm gonna come over and help you with my microwave. No, Nikki, Grandma. No, I'm gonna be like everything's broken in my house. <laughs> not the purpose of this. Nicholas. Help me. Oh my Y'all gonna want to know me at eighty? Be like, she's still having fun. You're gonna have so many little little young boys sliding Woo! into your old DMs. Say, if somebody don't lock this now, but the likelihood of that happening, we're looking to <laughs> have two or three of them by that time. All right, let's see. I think we have another Randall question here. Uh, okay, share vu or vui or vui. Uh, <laughs> ask, can you ask Randall? Are you really in a band or only convincingly played one in the movie? <laughs> All, oh, always be my maybe. If you did, what kind of music would you play, and what would the band be called? LOL. Uh, I am not in a band. I was in one, uh, like right out of college. Uh, but, uh and what's it, called? Uh, it, it was called Illigan, and it was like kind of like the band in the movie. That's why. That's why I, we wrote that band, uh, uh, like a version of that band. Okay, you know, okay. we were like these, you know, co- nerdy college guys who loved like listening to the Roots, and like right. we and you know, a bunch of us played instruments, so we kind of uh, did. Uh, our little version of that and uh and and then and then we stopped and went on with our lives and then by the time that movie came around ali uh, ali wong and i were working on the script and it was like uh and ali remember that band from back in the day because i've known her for years Mm. you know we've been old friends and uh we were just like let's like do a version of what if that band kept going you know (laughs) we'd be old and struggling and you know playing these tiny clubs probably and that's the version of the band that we see in the movie i feel like you 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 like freestyle to beats at home like you write raps at home (laughs) no no no, i do not i do not write raps but i did i did yeah i'd probably say like well into uh, my adulthood i would just like write here and there and then i i don't know probably like 10 years ago i stopped doing that store that for when you need it (laughs) you got some bars he wrote all his bars for that uh, that battle show oh oh, yeah that's right that's right that was a that that was a uh when i brought the old pen out (laughs) you know yeah Um, all right we got one more question here okay oh god it's a long one i hope it's not stupid (laughs) you should both read this um Brown Johnny Bravo here. Uh, it's dumb. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing Johnny. All right, Randall. Uh, thank you guys for being pioneers for Asian representation in the movie and television industry. We all know Asians are musically talented as well, especially with all the Asians that Tim came up with during the golden age of the YouTube Asian era. Why do you think we still have very little Asian representation in the music industry now? This is too deep, bro. It's Man, like <laughs> that's a deep question. That's uh, do you think it's our image and visual representation and making those old white men believe we aren't marketable or could it be factors that are more so our fault rather than the old heads controlling the industry? Ugh. Oh, man. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I take back my apology. <laughs> that's a that's that's a I mean, that's a tough one. I think I I, I don't think it's our fault you know what i mean like that that i don't think right but um but i think it's probably a complicated thing it's, it's yeah. and racism definitely plays a part of it uh but there's a lot of good music coming out you know uh, of of our communities and uh and um and there are a lot of fans who see people who i mean bts you know like who yeah. who's yeah they see people who look like us and they are in it you know totally 
So, um, yeah, to the point where even, um, you know, like K-pop is such a force, right? That I feel like, you know, so I used to, I used to, <clears throat> I used to uh, canoodle with a, a a girl who was a big K-pop fan who, yeah. who was not, you know, Asian. And, but it was, she was so hardcore with it that whenever we would hang out, she would make sure to take me to like a ramen place. <laughs> she would take me to a little <laughs> Chinatown, like, and but it went beyond that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like she even uh, winged her eyeliner in a way that was very Asian-esque. Mm-hmm. Were you... Uh like offended or was it just I, like kind of this weird thing well i wasn't offended i wasn't yeah, offended because yeah, yeah. it didn't get to a point where i feel like oh she's fetishizing me. yes yeah you know yeah. and to be honest back then i wouldn't give a fuck yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, look, and I, I understand <laughs> where, you got a fat fetish what you said? <laughs> 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 totally right like look i, I understand and she wasn't pulling and she wasn't like having you dress up like a samurai no. or nothing like that <laughs> yeah nah nothing like that but like i said man back then i probably wouldn't have. right right I'm you'd like, be full, like, full samurai like, this, this gets you going yeah swing i did does this turn you on girl harikari <laughs> guts uh, it's like no <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so back then I, I didn't mind. Uh, wait, that, that's not even what I was talking about. Um, so yeah, the, the effects of K-pop are so hardcore nowadays. I feel like you know, um, it it not only opens the door to like Korean like language and music, yeah. but also you know, of course, for a lot of women like Korean men wow. and yeah. like the the food and yeah. the culture. Man. And um, I had a dude on my um on my live stream the other day. He was like, "Hey, man, you know." What do I do, like, to get girls to, you know, the girls don't like Asian guys around my area. Like, I don't think girls like it. I'm like, dude, they, they, they do like Asian <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah, it's yeah. like K-pop is yeah. that's one of the most popular like boy yeah. bands out right now. It's like it's not that it you stop just just, just don't like you just <laughs> talk to somebody. I, I get that a lot. So whenever I go on my live, guys are like, how do I get a girl like you or guy or what kind of um what kind of guys do you like or oh you don't like Asian guys and right. I'm like, okay. If you're using yourself as an excuse and right. what you are as an excuse on why somebody doesn't like you, you got a lot of work to do. Right. A lot of work. Like, and going into talking about the K pop, I did like a deep dive into some um, Korean rap. Yeah. And I was like, this shit is hard like yeah. a lot of the music because yeah. they res- they respect it so much the view uh the video qualities are dope i saw a couple ones with um two chains and other artists like doing collabs and of course with anything it takes time to get to our mainstream it, yeah. it exists mm-hmm. but we just don't know that it's there so some people just gotta look a little deeper and you'll be two chains and a lot of these artists are like they see where it's going they're like there's tons of talent we're not gonna just keep this to ourselves let's go yeah yeah exactly i mean for me i I, I was I was not a fan of K-pop. I wasn't. I knew nothing about it. Uh, I, I somehow stumbled onto tickets for a, a, a BTS show with uh, at the Rose Bowl with, and you know, my wife came and we brought two friends and uh, and I was sitting in there in the audience and it was packed, right? All different races, mm-hmm. different ages. And watching this show, and these guys were so talented, mm-hmm. so just you know, they had so much charm. They were so positive, mm-hmm. and uh, and and just amazing. And I was just mesmerized. And I look around, 
and these these people were singing along to lyrics that some of them they probably didn't understand what they were saying. Yeah. But it was just this force. Yeah. And uh, and I've been a fan ever since. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just think they're so incredible. And and my wife is like in the army officially. Like oh uh, yeah, 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 she <laughs> is. She's she's just so in it. And yeah. uh, and uh, yeah, and I you get I get it. I get it. You know, yeah. I get it. I think Blackpink is it Blackpink or Pink Black? But Blackpink, Blackpink, it's a girl group. Um, with Selena, they did a song with Selena Gomez. Fifty three million yeah. views in like a day. Yeah, it was ridiculous so the music's there and people are are hopping on but yeah. i'd be singing some words to songs i have no idea what yeah. you're saying yeah. none but i am woo, singing yeah. right now don't know the words <laughs> i told you i didn't know the words uh, i don't even know the lyrics in english most of the time. <laughs> that's true how long you been married uh we've been married for 11 years now cool yes, yes. thank you that's thank fun you. someone that was with you before the fame yeah yes yes we were broke together <laughs> yeah that's beautiful yeah it, yeah it's been great yeah and you have a child uh, eight-year-old daughter damn and congrats to you on your thanks man i yeah. brought it up just to no i'm just <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's talk about my baby <laughs> um no uh you have an eight-year-old daughter that's super cool how is it navigating yeah. during these like rona times Man, it's been, you know, it's been up and down, man. It's yeah. been it's been uh tough. You know, the kid is doing uh school, online school. Um I've been, you know, busy with the production company stuff, but not acting, but I also just been really like reflecting. Yeah. Doing taking a lot of walks, you know, and and, and thinking about my purpose and, you know, things I want to do, creating opportunities, stuff like that. Um, but it's been, it, you know, it's, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been good. I, I, I think, you know, I mean, it's a, it's a tough time for a lot of people and mm-hmm. I'm very like, very, you know, I, I have a lot of anxiety just about the world, but, um, but there, there are, there are good things to, to good blessings to count. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I've never really had any anxiety in my life until this year. Yeah. I think there was like one week where I was just like, oh man, I feel I feel weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is, what is... That, that's exactly it. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. That that like you yeah. just like feel yeah, winded. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd never felt that before. I've always just you know, it's just like, hey man, life is good. Life is great. And all of a sudden when it was like this is we. I don't like this. There's people yeah. going, we told you. We told you the world we is shitty, man. You. <laughs> now you want to stay home with us, don't you? So for these Zoom classes, does an adult have to be, do you have to like be in the room during this? Yeah. I mean, we don't have to, but you know, we're usually like nearby and, and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. Man. It's tough, man. Yeah, I think about the kids a lot and how, like, you know, last year she's in what, like, second grade, mm-hmm. having a good time yeah. on the playground, and now it's like, dude, yeah, <laughs> I miss I mean, my buddies. I mean, imagine like if it's your senior year of oh, high school. Felt so bad. My poor niece, my niece graduated. Oh, there was not. I mean, my niece and my nephew. They. Yeah. yeah, not the same. Not at all. and they live in Hawaii, so that's a whole nother type of experience. They're yeah. locked down. Nobody can go there. Nobody can leave. So. Yeah, I mean, high school you only get what four years. Yeah, so, you know, and like Rattled. to have yeah and prom because prom no um, prom no grad no night. prom no grad no yeah. like they got really senior year's the best year yeah. Yeah. what you go to school for. it's so fun and then there's a flip side that I didn't even realize my nephew. This is his first year in school. Oh, yeah. So he's starting oh, right. school like this. So when it comes time to go to an actual classroom, that's going to be weird for him. Yeah. He's going to be yeah. 
old crime yes. because his mom left him. Yeah, because like, if adults don't even know how to go to the grocery store without fighting each other, what the hell are these kids going to yeah. do when they start hanging around each other again? Right. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see, number, well, number one, how long this lasts. Mm-hmm. And then uh, number two, just getting back to quote unquote normal, what that means, if there ever is a quote unquote normal, you right. know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just hope that the, whatever changes happen are, are, are positive and, and, and that we Get rid of that. <sighs> yeah, feeling you for know. sure. Unless you have asthma, then hey man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Then you got you got that shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you have any um anything that was like that you were looking forward to that got canceled because of everything? Um, there were there were some projects that I was supposed to do, but I don't know. Like during. After like the first like month or so, I, I didn't really like, I, I just felt like there were bigger things, you know, yeah. so I, it didn't really, and those things will come around again if they're meant to be. Totally. Uh, um, so and not, not, I wouldn't say anything that really like gave me more anxiety than the world, you know? Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah. Has this been a good time to start thinking about the future projects you can make? Talking about the life during quarantine, your life during quarantine and kind of what everybody's going through. Yeah, yeah, a little bit because, you know, we have this production company. So we've been like, you know, uh, developing stuff and and, and that, that's that been fun. You know, that's been fun. And, and, and thinking about my career from here on out, where I want to take it, yeah. you know, and uh, and the, the approach from here on out. It's definitely been affected by this whole experience. And uh, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Who do you really want to work with? Like your wish list, if you could put someone in a project and do something with them. Oh, man. Um, I hate this question too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I feel like I've worked with a lot of people that I, you know, like uh, in terms of people I haven't worked with. I mean, there's so many people that I love and and that I'm a huge fan. Like I love Steve Carell. I just like love Steve Carell. And and I I did get to work with Mm -hmm. him once. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, But we, you know, we barely got to actually like work with each other. I was just kind of there in the background. So like someone like him, you know. When When I posted that picture with you, like half my comments were, is that Jim? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that Jim? You took a picture with Jim. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's crazy, man. Because that was like a one-off thing. I came in for three hours, right. shot that scene, left. So funny. And then it just on the internet, like years later, it just becomes this thing. And I think that's pretty, pretty crazy. Well, shit, man. Is there anything else you want to like plug or talk about before we we get out of here? Man, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Is there not really? (laughs) What'd you have for breakfast? I didn't have breakfast. Oh, neither did. Get out. Wait, I don't eat. (laughs) We didn't eat either. We're so hungry. It's your most important meal of the day. I know, but I I I love breakfast, but I usually end up eating breakfast like later in the day. I feel you. You know, I just I do two meals a day. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. Depends on what time I woke up for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Even if I wake up early, I generally don't eat breakfast. I know that's not right, but no, that's okay. No, I mean people normal. Not right. (laughs) (laughs) Eat always. (laughs) (laughs) Well, shit, man. Thanks again for. Oh man, thanks for having me, man. Yeah, bro. Talking to you guys. Of course, dude. Looking forward to whatever you got going on in the future. Thank you so much. Make sure y'all follow Randall Park on everything and look forward to his uh, future projects. And uh, thanks for listening to the No Chaser podcast. I'm Tim Chantharongsu. I'm Ricky Shep. I'm Nikki Blade. Bye.